Did you know that someone's right behind you? We checked. We got all sorts of fun, crazy, random facts, and more coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know with Lionel. Welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Ryan O. In case you didn't know, I'm Ryan O. This is my show, and I know exactly what you're thinking. But don't worry, we Googled it. They're still right behind you. Here on Did You Know with Ryan O., we are the podcast all about random, uh, crazy, chaotic pieces of information, especially trivia. Yes, we talk about history, her story. We talk about geography, geology, things that make you say, G-O-G, I wish I knew more. And we're not going to do it alone. In fact, today we're hanging out with uh, my sister from another mister. Ladies and gentlemen, Marita. Oh, hi. What's up and stuff? Oh, what's up? You know, living the best life. Uh, does that pertain having like a giant carousel full of like different creatures in your backyard? You know, actually, that'd be really cool. But I don't technically have a backyard, so I don't know where I would keep it. Well, then we need to put like a little tiny dimension that leads to like a magical fairyland that has uh, like roller coasters mm-hmm. and um and, and ice cream and i don't know even know anymore like like ro- motorcycles why not oh, motorcycles yeah. okay sure yeah. absolutely oh, yeah and, why not and then the corner that's just nothing but spooky halloween things yeah. all year round <laughs> yes spooky halloween things all year round because that's a must but it needs to be kind of hidden away okay mm-hmm. yeah so in this pocket dimension, because we're all about naming things, mm-hmm. what would you name the horror area of your pocket dimension? Wasn't it Halloween Hideaway? I think so. I think so isn't it. it like a hideaway within a hideaway? It is. So like Hideception? Yes, Hideception. Okay, cool. Which is not like stealing hides off of animals and then hides within hides. Yeah, not not that kind of hide. That'd be really creepy. No. Just like a really big game of hide and seek, but okay. like with items instead of people. Okay. So it's basically what's in my closet. <laughs> yes, exactly that. <laughs> Nice. Um, so we haven't had you on, and it's been a minute. Mm. Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's, it's got to be since the last Halloween one. That's not true. No, because no, I did a whole thing where I was mixing up episodes of New Girl not that long ago. Over. That's right. Yeah. Um, so to catch that episode, we'll have a link in the description because we can. Yeah. And you can check out all sorts of ridiculousness pertaining to that. Um, but... But I was on a Halloween episode, you're right. You were indeed. Yes. We was like several Halloween episodes. I definitely did the Ohio Connection. Yes. Where we talked about movies that took place in Ohio, because for some reason a lot of horror movies do. That That's weird. Like, why are there so many? Well, well it's probably because of the writers. That's probably well, what we Have do. you ever been to Ohio? <sighs> that's why. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what else is there to do in Ohio? Hide bodies. What? No, no, no. No, no. Hide bodies on a roller coaster. Mm. Spooky. Sounds like a good movie. I bet Final Destination already did it. Final Destination 7? That'd be right. Final Destination 3. I remember there was a roller coaster accident. There definitely was. Um, Was that the third one? Anyway. So welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Um, As you know, with the podcast, we like to go back in time and figure out what exactly we talked about in the past, um, in this particular segment known as Rhino and the Mailbox of Doom, we'll do just that by answering the question of the week from last episode. Oh. Uh, 
The question was, what's your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Oh. So we'll see what some people said, and then we'll give our responses afterwards. Sounds great. Um, so we got a, a ghost. It looks like a giant sheet covering someone's head with the eyes and mouth cut out. Oh, I'm afraid of ghosts and sheets with holes in them and regular <laughs> sheets. Nice. Um, someone said I, for school I was smarty pants. It was just smarties taped to my jeans. That makes sense. It's good. Clever. Mm. I, I'm a big, big fan of puns. You? No. Never. Um, someone said the Sky Kid from the movie. I'm assuming Sky High. Maybe. I don't know what a Sky Kid is. I'm not sure what a Sky Kid might be. Mm-mm. It's a weird one. Um, anyways, a Ninja a Turtle. A unique one. To call it unique. It's not weird. It's unique. True. A Borderline eccentric. Eccentric. I mm-hmm. like that. So a Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle. A specific Ninja Turtle. It just says Ninja Turtle. Oh, fair. Um, I'm, I'm hoping Michelangelo, maybe Leonardo, but probably just a Ninja Turtle. Um, we got the Blues Brothers. Oh, that's fun. Okay. I'm for that. Which is uh, different. Also unique. Borderline eclectic. Um, Blue Power Ranger from the first Power Ranger movie. That's very specific. They added a photo of, of them. <gasps> oh, it's like a whole family costume. Yeah, with like oh, Rita Repulsa that. in the yeah, background Rita. and whatnot. This is what happens when you respond to things on Facebook. Um, someone said Batman. Of course. Scary. I mean, but which Batman? Let's see. Back then, knowing how old this person is, um, it was probably just the basic. Um, it was probably Michael Keaton, but they didn't have the licensing for it, so it was probably like a gray chest okay all right i I mean that's really what matters is what color we're kind of looking at and (laughs) did it have bat nipples uh i hope hopefully not because rubber suits probably had the bat nipples yeah i don't think the kids costume i sure hope they didn't we have to look this up hang on folks we're gonna travel back in time right now are we gonna google it we are indeed oh good let's google it let's see um that'd be batman and robin yes batman and robin Costumes for kids. I like that for dogs popped up. Okay, so this is definitely not. I think it's going to give you more like generic. It's not going to look for the Batman and Robin movie. It's going to just look at Batman and Robin. So let's find out if we can. Movie costumes. I don't even think that's a word. You (laughs) seem to be off the keys. I am. Just slightly. Costumes for kids. Por los niños. Still looking at it, and I'm getting nothing. I like mm-hmm. the Riddler. That was fun. So they have the adults' costumes. Oh, dear. Which definitely do have the, the nipples. Oh, good. That's what everyone needed. Um, I don't see... I don't see any kids' costumes. But let's go to this adult... Yeah. Is that a costume or is that a statue? No, it's a costume. Yeah, that's a costume. Yikes. And this is a Nightwing slash Robin costume. Oh. It also has the nipples. Um, so I guess we don't necessarily know, but we hope not. Let's go with no. That that's a good assumption. Just negatory on the, the nipplage. Um, anyways, someone said um Princess Leia. My sister was Princess Leia a lot for Halloween, so I'm for that. Is it because she's brunette and could easily do that with her hair? She always had long hair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
That, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, if I had long hair, I would do stuff with it. Oh, yeah, probably. Right now, my hair just goes up, not down. So it's kind of... No, it doesn't really go down. <laughs> so then Smurfette was another one. Oh, my goodness. I hope it was with blue paint and everything. Uh, I'm hoping so, too. We'll have to ask Jenny and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad said Fred Flintstone. You know, that that feels right. That feels right. Being a kid with the Fred Flintstone outfit, I, I wonder if he had a like a Barney. Now you would be Barney. Yeah, I'd be okay with being Barney. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, let's see, we also got a Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Even made um, Rufus out of a flesh-covered sock that they had. I was on board until there was a flesh-colored sock. I'm yeah. I'm not happy with that. Like nylons or something, but I mean, I oh well, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. Points for making a prop, though. Yeah, because most people just go with the thing, like, hey, it's like being the white Power Ranger without a sword. Yeah. You a- need the accessories. The accessories are what make it. So what? outfit do you remember as a kid that was one of your favorites um so we had just like a bag of outfits that we would just bring out every halloween um we didn't like get new costumes very often that's just not what we did so i was a witch from probably age 10 to age 15 that costume got better with age nice so you added different accessories as we went on different accessories i don't know i i felt really cool as a 15 year old because at that point it was Far too short, and so it was a lot of fun to go to parties in that. Of course, trying mm-hmm. to get you know attention the witchy way. It worked out. Nice, <laughs> right on. Um, <laughs> we also had a bag of costumes, and the bag of cost or sorry, box of costumes, which it was weird. It, it got larger and larger, mm-hmm. or at least it felt like it did because of how much stuff was randomly put in it. Mm-hmm. Like we'd have like giant cloaks every year. Yeah, like a new mask or whatever was thrown into there. There was scrubs. Nice. That I used um, for most of college for zombie outfits. Yeah, it was like you, there are lots of photos of you in scrubs. Yeah, well, when you when you got them, flaunt them, I guess that's how yes, that that's works. exactly it. Yes, um, I had the Riddler mm. um, from the Batman Forever because it was you know 1996, so, mm. so that was a thing. Yes, absolutely was. Um, oh wow, that was, I even had red hair. So I had red hair. You did, but th- we made my hair extra red. There you go, like like orangish red. Okay. And I had the hat and and the mask. So when they made masks, they used to make them as this little tiny strip, but the the circles weren't big enough for your eyes. No, they were not. And you never could get like a, it was always a one size fits most, mm-hmm. even if your body wasn't a one size fits most. So Correct. Like a medium didn't mean that your eyes were medium. It just meant <laughs> that your mask was one size. Uh, unlike nowadays, you can get multiple sizes, and yeah. I actually have three different, two different green masks. Because of the Green Hornet. Yes, of course. Um, that wasn't my favorite outfit. My favorite outfit was with the guy who did the Blues Brothers one. Um, I went as Elwood. He went as Mac. Oh, uh, okay. I so get you. the Blues Brothers 2000. Uh-huh, yeah. Because that movie had just came out. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Because we were 11, 10, I don't, I don't know, 12, something like that. Probably 12, because I don't think it actually came out in 2000. <laughs> It probably came out in 1999 oh, or no. 1998. And I was thinking it came out in like 2001. <laughs> let's find out the answer by asking Dr. Google. Oh, love it. Blues Brothers 2000, the movie. 
Came out in 1998. Oh, 90? I'm wrong. So then we would have been like nine or ten. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like small enough that wearing suits (laughs) for Halloween in the middle of Michigan is cool. Well, and it was probably a good costume for Michigan because it's freezing cold or burning hot. You never know uh, for Halloween. So you're probably more comfortable than I was in my witch costume. Uh, it d- depends on if you had like witchy layers, like like leggings. Which I, I don't think no, leggings it was really just one of those like black, thin costumes that I probably wore leggings under to keep from freezing. And then probably like snow boots. <laughs> probably. I did one year, I dressed as Galadriel to upset my mother. Okay. Because my middle name is Arwen. So ah. I refused to be Arwen. I had to be Galadriel and it, it upset her. Nice. It did. did. Was the costume cool? No, it was really, I think we'd had this like, oh, you know, it was her, it was a cloak that came or that she used as her wedding veil. And I think that was part of what made her mad. Yes, my mother had a cape instead of a wedding veil. Okay. And I used that in my costume. And that's probably why she was actually mad, but I don't know. Yeah, if if someone took my wedding veil cloak i'd probably be mad too i mean to be fair i did end up with her wedding dress and it is in pieces in my sewing room as we speak but you know it's it's amazing what years can do to objects and people worrying about them yeah, it's so true i think half of my box of costumes that was at my parents place mm-hmm. went into a tub mm-hmm. and got transported with them but i developed my own costuming tub <laughs> Who are you talking to, man? The lady who made costumes for a living for uh, a bit? I did have to catalog all of my costumes. Okay. Um, I'm up to 37. Okay. It fills an entire closet. Gotcha. But they are all now in like bags and put away, and I'm in the process of making yet another dress because I want to. So we need to make a movie called 37 Costumes, yes. not 37 Dresses. 27 Dresses. Well, it wouldn't be 37 Dresses. Uh, yes, I mean, it be... would be 37 because I have 37. So but yes. 37 Costumes. It's ridiculous. Okay. You think we should get like James McAvoy instead, like a different James? Sure, why not? Okay. Or we could just, you know, have you star in it. And I mean. Breakthrough role. And... Eh, I think I'll pay someone else to do it. Fair, fair. You'll just make the costumes. They can just wear mine. We'll find someone that fits. It'll be fine. Nice. Um, so out of all of the costumes in your closet, um, what are your top five favorites? Top five that are in my closet right now. I have an Oogie Boogie dress that I love. Okay. Made of actual burlap. I had a lot of fun with that. Nice. It's a vintage inspi- inspired. It's great. Um, I very much like my Rapunzel dress. I like, I'm trying to think, like what? Because like, I like my princess gowns. They're great. But um, I've got a couple of different Lokis that I really like. Okay. Yeah. Do you have, so, so you m- multiple Lokis. Do yes. you have like the MCU basic mo- Loki look or? Um. So no. Okay. All of them are just kind of Loki inspired. Sure. And so there's, I have one that's like, it's a corset with all this black and gold and green and a cape that went with it and um, like a black mini skirt. It so was something you could wear in Central Florida and, and not die. Correct, okay. because it's for conventions that happen in the summer. Yikes, yikes. <laughs> yeah, but There's that one was fun. a kid outside. Sorry, I had to interrupt. There was a kid outside in the street playing with a remote control car. And I wonder if his remote control car is going to get run over by an actual car. Um, I would really not like that to happen right now. I think he's also barefoot. Oh. 
That sounds dangerous for a lot of reasons. Choices were made. Um, so other Loki costumes. Did you do you want a actual like Sylvie outfit? I have not done a Sylvie outfit. Okay. Um, no, the black dress I'm sewing currently is the first time I've sewn anything in well over a year. Okay, what's it going to turn into? Um, it is a dark queen look. So it is lace and it's again corseted, but Ooh. it's I, I saw this crown. Lace. <laughs> I saw this dark purple crown and I was like, okay, I'm making a dress to go with this. So it's these poofy sleeves, but they're all lace. And then, then it's a very sleek looking skirt with a train, but it's got a slit up the side. Like, I'll just have to show you. Okay. When I get my phone back out, which I'm not doing right now. That'll be fun. Yeah. And a half. Um, I think, so I used to have a 10th doctor from the Doctor Who yeah. suit. Yeah. It fit a um, body that is a uh, uh, thirty-two inch waist. Mm -hmm. I am no longer a thirty-two inch waist. Life happened. It, it yes, um, that was college Ryan's outfit. Um, so I have that. So if I really wanted to, that's a fun one. I still have my Green Hornet outfit. Mm -hmm. I have two Joker outfits. A uh, uh, wear a Waldo outfit. Yes, that's really yeah. fun. That's just a shirt. In jeans. It is. Super easy to do. Um, but my favorite one, mm -hmm. I, I have a Santa Claus one. Um, it's not my favorite. My favorite, I haven't worn it to Halloween yet, but I can. It's the white jumpsuit with the amazing rhinestone eagles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that's my favorite costume of that course. I have in my closet. Of course it is. Um, I, I have a shaggy outfit. There. Yeah. Because mm. you guys did... Shaggy and Velma. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was a long time ago because that would have been when I was Scar and we were still working together at the Mousetrap. Yes. Whew. Wow. I think that was my first Halloween party there. This was before like Shaggy and Velma was a thing on like, yeah. uh, what is it? Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. Sure. Yeah. And so we're like, wh why not? Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely, Wow. Long time ago. That was a long time ago. Well, before that, you went as a, a mouse with, with, with oh, the mouse. Oh, yes. You're mm -hmm. right. So I guess that was the second year. Cause I think I went as Waldo that year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I did go as a mouse. And that was the only time Mason went to a Halloween party with us. Well, it's so in his defense, it's hot and it's in the middle of the night. <laughs> and it's usually on a weekday because of yes. cheaper tickets. I mean, he doesn't really like the mouse trap. Sure. Or Mousecatraz, as some individuals call it. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that a, was that a movie? No. I think it was probably a book. Maybe it was a book. College program. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Still like Mousecatraz. Um But anyway, so that's fun and fancy costumes. Yes. And we're going to talk more about Halloween-related things in just a moment after a word from our sponsor. Spoiler alert, it's me. Digital with Rhino. While you're listening to this ad, I'd like you to look down. Now look back up. Are you wearing an awesome shirt that says Team Ryan O? Or a shirt with a duck with a cup spilled over that says Party Foul? Are you also wearing a really cool button that says Did You Know with Ryan O? Or a hat that says Team Ryan O? Or I Know Ryan O? Well, if you're not doing any of those things, you should be. And you can do so 
by going to zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. That's right, folks. I have my own merchandise shop, and you can buy all sorts of amazing awesomeness pertaining to this podcast and show your love by once again going to zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. Wear it, share it, love it. And now back to our show. Did you know with Ryan O. Alrighty, um, so you and I both love the most ridiculous horror movies known to man. <laughs> That's like our thing. Yes. Uh, it, it's it's we've talked about this before. It's partially because of the jump scares. It's partially because it's something that's completely different than what could happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also things that could totally happen in real life. <laughs> and then there's also the supernatural, most ridiculous things like a giant Freddy Krueger in your dreams and then people in superhero uh, costumes fighting him. Correct. Yeah. So all of that and more. Yes. Um, but all of that doesn't even compare to the fact that there's a pattern, apparently, that goes with all of these films. Yeah, of course. There's always a pattern. I, I'm a big fan of patterns. Whenever there's a pattern um, in at work, I always notice it, try to fix it, try to solve it, try yeah. to figure out it's 11%, but that's an inside joke. Um, there, there's a pattern in movies. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching... I was watching a Hallmark movie with Rachel last night. Okay. And they have a pattern too. Yes, they do. Um, normally, unless it's like a, a saga or a series, mm-hmm. um, you don't kiss until the last two minutes of the movie. That sounds right. And then they kiss. Ah, credits. <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's Happily their... ever after, nothing else ever happened. Bye-bye. That's right. Um, and it's a guy or a girl that moves from the one the big city to some sort of fancy farm or whatever and <laughs> realize that they're way in over their head and someone rescues them or they have to try to help out mm-hmm. a uh, like a town festival or try to get in touch with the locals mm-hmm. and but they can't get in touch because their own prejudices and things that are scary about them make them not want to and <laughs> it and then it gets complicated from there and then mm-hmm. they solve it fall in love drama happens oh no fall in love again kiss movie yes yeah sounds right yeah Okay. So, so that's Hallmark movies. Horror films also have a bit of their own, besides just the fact that normally it's solved before the credits happen. Generally or speaking. is it? Oh, mm. depends. Um, there are some sort of patterns and whatnot. And I believe you did a bunch of research to let us know what the patterns are. Well, I actually didn't even have to do that much research nice. because there is a wonderful franchise that existed that did the research for me. Okay. <laughs> well, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, it's it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, it should be. My favorite scary movie is Scream. Has oh, been, always will be. Well, perfect. Yeah. Because they went ahead and wrote out rules for horror movies, sequels, franchises okay and remakes ah fourth one got mm-hmm. it did they do anything with so scream did they do anything with the series in those or was the series kind of its own little they with what with the scream four or just continuing the rules well no because there was a scream like mini series that was oh on... the television show yeah. um i didn't look into the television show i kind of forgot about it okay mm. My bad. I, everyone kind of forgot about it. I think so. Wasn't it on MTV? Yeah. That's I, why. I saw two episodes of it, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. It didn't really match. I'm sure there were separate rules for it being a television show. Okay. 
Um, generally, that's how they looked at it because it was really a meta look at horror movies. Okay. Which is fun. I'm, I'm always about things being self-aware, but also trying to break the norm while also not breaking the norm. It's true. Yeah. That's good. But, I mean, with Scream 1, it starts pretty simple. You can't have sex. Okay. Teenagers can't have sex. Gotcha. They, can't. they just can't. Because what happens? Because uh, the, the, the person... Only the virgin lives. Usually speaking. Yes. Thanks, Cabin in the Woods. Yes. <laughs> um, but they also can't drink or do drugs. Because okay. as soon as they're slightly impaired, that's when the killer's going to show up. So it's the killer who's trying to kill off these individuals who aren't pure for, like, sinning reasons and whatnot. Sure, that's probably the idea behind it, but okay. also distractions. Okay. Because this, in this scenario, you've got a killer going through a town, slashing throats, right? Sure. Sure. And so distractions, such as the opposite gender, or I guess having sex in general, or um, drinking and doing drugs, you're distracted, not going to notice the killer coming up behind you. Especially if you're doing a lot of any of the above. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then, you know what you really can't do? Hello? Is someone there? Because then you're definitely going to die. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you can't announce... If someone's there because they're going to want to show themselves. Exactly. Especially because most of the time if you're saying hello, it's because you're alone. Ah. And you can't be alone. Because that you're asking the hello as opposed to, what's up, dude? What are you doing there? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or like, did anyone hear that sound? Yeah. That's a different scenario over who's there. It's the killer. So, so now, from now on, I'm not going to be like, hello. and be like, did anyone else hear that? Yeah. <laughs> but only if you're being stalked by a killer and they're taking out your friends. Okay. Because remember, we're starting a movie with someone being killed. So you have sure. to know you're in a horror movie, essentially. So if I ever meet Drew Barrymore, I know I'm in a horror movie. Probably. Okay. Probably. Or what's her name? Courtney Cox. Be afraid of her, too. Yeah. Or um, David Arquette. I mean. I have a David Arquette story to tell you after this. <laughs> <laughs> it relates to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is the episode that came out. It's it, Yeah. Yeah, it's connected. Um, it all connects. It all connects. So... You can't ask if anyone's there because it shows that you're alone and mm-hmm. vulnerable. Exactly. So you, so you can't be distracted and you can't be vulnerable is what I'm hearing. So so what else do you have with us for the rules of horror films? Well, I can move on to Scream 2. Okay. The rules of the sequel. Gotcha. Because at that point, you know, you've tried to move to a new town and start over. And guess what? Your friends are going to die again. Welcome to the <sighs> sequel. I know. So the body count is automatically going to be bigger. If four people were killed in the first movie, at least six in the second. Okay. Yeah. Body count has to be bigger because you got to pull in more views. What right? if you double it? You could. Okay. You could. It just has to be bigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bigger, but, grander, like not necessarily the amount, but how they happen. Well, yep, because death scenes must be more gory and elaborate. Okay. Yeah. So it can't just be as simple as it was in the first movie. Because now the audience expects more. Gotcha. So you're not going to find yourself just sitting in your room and your throat's sliced. Like, that's not going to be how it is. It's not going to be as simple anymore. So you want it to be more complex, like like Saw or something like that. And I don't think we necessarily have to get to Saw, but Saw is a great example of how things got more elaborate as it went along. Because you try to outdo yourself, then you get to Saw 7 and you don't like, well... What haven't we done? What haven't we done yet? Mm. Well, let's just do the same thing, only in reverse this time. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. that's the Saw franchise for you. Um, so things got to be bigger. Yep. Because you you, you got to outdo yourself. Yes, and mm. you can never, ever assume the killer is dead. 
Okay. You made that assumption in the first one. You already assumed they were dead or captured or whatever. And that was your downfall because now they're back again. So if you assume they're dead, you don't double tap, then guess what's going to happen? They're going to come back and find you. We're going to get the trilogy. <sighs> or or a quadrilogy. Yeah. Uh, quintilogy. Well, but I do have rules for surviving the trilogy. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because now, at this point, you're dealing with something supernatural. Okay. Because at this point, you've probably seen the killer killed, shot, stabbed, thrown off a building. Now, that's assuming it's the same killer. Well, we are going to assume it's the same killer. Okay. Because well, now, you're the, the living one, right? You're the one who keeps making it. You're sure. The, you're the, what's it called? The final girl? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I am the final girl. Ryan, Ryan O'Neill, you are the final girl. Of course, as I should be. So, you've made it now through two of these horrific events. Okay, so now we're in your third Tourette's. So you have to assume it's the same person. They're coming for you. You've done something wrong. All right. Or they did something wrong. Dun, dun, dun. So at this point, shooting, stabbing, not going to work. Okay. We're going to have to like decapitate this person, freeze or their set head. set them on fire. Well, setting them on fire doesn't work. Thanks, oh. Michael Myers. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you can blow them up. Okay. <laughs> An explosion will probably work, but not necessarily. Gotcha. Thank you, Michael Myers. Um, but now that you're in the trilogy, even as the final girl, you can now die. Anyone is up for grabs. Well, yeah, because, you know, contract negotiations are normally done after the third one. So mm -hmm. you, you do for one or two, and then you one up for the third one. If the third one does really well, mm -hmm. you might, but no one really shows up in the next one unless it's... Unless you need a paycheck. Well, and if someone has shown up for three of the movies, let's talk about like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nancy, we got, not Nancy, yeah, Nancy got yeah. three movies. And then what do they do? They killed her. Didn't they bring her back in the... Um... She was brought back for Dream Warriors and then again for New Nightmare because then it was a look at like, these are the actors. So it wasn't necessarily Nancy. It was the actress playing Nancy. Yes. She That's got still four. one of my favorites. Yeah, she got four <laughs> movies for that reason. Okay. But um, anyone can die, including the main character. Um, but you also have to remember that the past is not at rest. Anything that's already happened can still happen again. So they can still kill you the same way. Twice, but it's got to be bigger and badder. And gorier. Okay. <laughs> um, Scream 3 actually had a fourth rule that they didn't really want to include. Okay. But it was that you should never be alone, which really could have been back in the first one. But it was like the unwritten fourth rule was never be alone. Which she ends up being alone at the end of the fourth one. That's why they unwrote it. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, and then, the well, when you get to Scream 4, you get a lot of rules. Okay. They threw out the rule book and kind of started over because now we're talking about a remake. And a, a movie that's, you know, been around 10 years after the first two have been out. Yeah. Or the first three, I suppose. Yeah. Scream 4 came out way after the fact. Well, and Scream 3 had Jay and Silent Bob in it. So there was even that time because yes. anything could happen. That's, yeah, that's part mm -hmm. of it, isn't it? But then you get to surviving the remake because Scream 4 was a sort of remake of the franchise, I suppose. Which it so it got weird because a remake normally has the main character, let's say Sydney, mm -hmm. being a new kid. Mm -hmm. So we're re retelling Sydney's story. Yeah. But now. Yeah. Whereas in this one, no, no, no. Sydney's still in the movie. Yes. So it got it got weird and, and, and meta again. It got extra meta. Yeah. It's meta to their meta-ness. Okay. All right. 
I'm like stab seven. Are you ready though? You can't mess with the original. Okay. So you can use the original, but you can't mess with it. What do you mean mess with the so original? So if something was incredibly important to the plot of the of the original, you can't change it. Okay. So um, Sydney's mom still has to die. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the only difference is that technology can now be involved and it must be current and integral to the plot. So if previously we didn't like have caller ID, for example, and now we do, okay. that's going to matter. If we didn't have cell phones before, but we do now, that's going to matter. It's going to become a big part of the plot. But we've always had voice changing technology. You know, that's okay. true. But now it's kind of more advanced, so maybe that'll be included. But there's an app for that. There's definitely an app for that. Do, okay. Does anyone say that anymore? That feels at least ten years old now. Mm, there's probably an app for checking if people say if that's an app. Or... Oh, I googled it. The answer is no. Okay. Okay. All right. um, <laughs> again, with the remake, death scenes have to be much more extreme. Okay. So instead of I'm trying to think, and all I can come up with is Drew Barrymore's death of her being like hung upside down in the tree, <laughs> which is horrific, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now it has to be bigger. So she's hung upside down in two trees? I suppose. Maybe. Okay. Her split part, apart? Either split apart or her, all of her insides are over there. Okay. Yeah. So her lower half's in one tree and her upper half's in another. Sure. Okay. Something like that. That's all right. As long as we're not hanging the laundry on our entrails, I don't know. Mm -mm. Um, unexpected is the new cliche. Okay. Fun. Uh, but virgins can also die now. Okay. Yeah. So. I wonder why that happened. Huh. Cabin in the woods. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Cabin in the Woods is another one of those great ones where they're kind of making fun of all the tropes. But then she's like, I'm not a virgin. They're like, it's close enough. I had money on the mermaid. <laughs> I love that one, though. Um, you have to have an opening sequence in the okay. remake. Especially if the movie, the original, started with an opening sequence. So you have to follow your own pattern that you created. Otherwise, you don't have a pattern to, to recreate. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And that's really true when you're looking at the other remakes. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when you're looking at the original versus the remake, it's going to follow a very similar pattern. You're still going to get the same kind of feeling from the get-go, though it's a little more clear because the first one was filmed in, like, total darkness and you can't see anything. But, you know. Sure. It got better. Um, Those are some that I haven't seen. Really? I don't actually recommend them. They're not fantastic. Okay. But I do, I'm just trying to not go back to Nightmare on Elm Street, which is my go-to, because it had a remake. Yeah. We had all of these movies that kept going forever and got campier and campier, though my favorite line from a horror movie will always be, welcome to primetime, bitch, and shoving your head into a television. It's fantastic. Uh, because it's, you know, I iconic, and, and the, the pun it's fantastic. I'm that all way. for the pun. Always for the pun. Um, but then they did remake the first movie. And again, it follows the same pattern. It follows the same plot. You still get even similar dream sequences. Um, but the technology is there. Uh, the story is slightly modified to kind of make it more intense. And everything was much scarier. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so then what's the... So what about... Like an, another, like a sequel to the remake. 
A sequel to the remake would probably have to follow similar sequel rules. Okay. In the sense that everything has to be bigger and more explosive and gorier. Um, and again, you just can't assume the killer is dead. Gotcha. So that, that one kind of plays throughout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the final rule that I found, and I don't know how much I agree with this, but the final rule that was written was if you want to survive a modern-day horror movie, you pretty much have to be gay. But I don't think that's true. But now it used to be that if there was a gay character included, they were one of the first to die. Whereas now, I suppose gay characters can survive. I'm not, I can't come up with a single example, but that was the last rule written. Well, because you know, someone being gay is no longer like a, a shocker in a film. It's true. And so for the, the shocking factor about them, um, if they had two heads, may, maybe, they, or like, let's say they liked the color purple a lot. I mean, I guess. So we need to come up with a new rule, but stereotyping new rules just creates more stereotypes. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's not, I don't like that one. I just think it's kind of a useless throwaway that was probably used as a joke and so i kind of apologize for bringing it up sure yeah yeah mm. um so so sequels to remakes yes let's create a rule okay um a sequel to a remake must murder someone the same way mm-hmm. but backwards but backwards yes okay i'm trying to come up with an example of a sequel to a remake and i guess the again the closest i have is rob probably- zombies Oh, I was going to say Halloween is Mm -hmm. probably the best example. Um, Man, that's been a little while since we sat and watched those together. Those are not good. I like the remakes more than I liked the originals for those. Okay. I liked the Rob Zombie ones better. Um, But then now you have yet another iteration of the Halloween franchise, which is both a continuation and a remake at the same time. Because Jamie Lee Curtis being back in them. Uh, the first Which one is, came out like two years ago now. And, and that's them trying to retcon the story by retconning the story by yeah. not retconning the story. But they ba- essentially remade one of like the third or fourth movie, but like slightly altered it because of reasons. But again, they blew him up. And guess what, friends? He's back again. I, I don't know how. That's almost like having a, uh, a robot come back in time to, to save your son who is a resistance leader who is supposed to bring upon, you know, um, fighting the apocalypse, but you send him back in time again to murder him. And then you send him back in time again, but then you, you saw the Terminator this, movies are messed up. I was going to say, this sounds like Looper. It's, it's, it's Terminator. They did dark fate and Genesis and you they know, all got really complicated. I think I only saw the first three Terminator movies because T2 is the only one worth watching. That's fair. Yeah, if you only have to watch one of them, T2 is the one to watch. It's great. It's it's amazing and a half. I think the extra half is because Arnold actually tried in that one. <laughs> well, well, speaking of, of trying, um, I think we should um, talk about some more random trivia that I tried to find on the interwebs. Is this, as you, is this you trying to find a segue? This is indeed myself trying mm. to segue. So we got interesting horror slash movie facts. Talking about the Scream series, mm-hmm. um, the ghost face. Um, ghost face killer. They, they hate the guy who's the face 
um, on the set of all the movies, so his voice would be scarier to the actors hearing it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's actually on the phone, hidden, making the calls on set. That's fun. They don't know where he is. The calls are coming from inside the set. The calls are coming from inside the set. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. you can see Freddy Krueger's glove from Nightmare on Elm Street. That doesn't surprise me at all. About I love that, though. people putting Easter eggs about other movies inside their movie? Well, because wasn't there um, going to be, like, instead of Freddy versus Jason, wasn't it Freddy versus Jason versus Ash? Wasn't that a thing? That was yes. supposed That either existed in comic book form or was supposed to exist or something? One of the two. Something like that. Yep, or was on YouTube for a hot minute. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Friday the 13th, uh, Jason was originally supposed to be named Josh. That's so less scary. Yeah. Josh Voorhees Josh is Voorhees. Um, let's see. The the iconic blood pouring scene in The Shining mm-hmm. um, took three days to film, but about a year to get right. Cool. That's better than the one in fr- uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. They only had one shot, and it totally messed up. Yikes. Which one was that? So Johnny Depp's character gets sucked into a waterbed, and all this blood comes spilling out, right? Sure. So the way they had to do it is they had to flip the whole set upside down, and... Unfortunately, the weight was off, so they flip it, and the blood poured and then sloshed to the one side. And so everything shifted again. And so when you're watching it, the blood, like, shoots out, and then it pours awkwardly down one wall and then settles on the one wall because it just, they couldn't hold it in place because they had people just cut, like, three guys or something flipping this set. Okay. Um, So it looks really cool in the movie, but it's accidental. Gotcha. Yeah. That's weird. Also, Johnny Depp wasn't originally credited for that movie. Also weird, but a lot of actors weren't necessarily credited for a lot of the stuff that he they did. He used a pseudonym. Back in the day. Um, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> um, the Candyman yes. had to put real bees in his mouth to film the climax of the movie. That makes sense. Uh, you know, I guess safety be damned. Just go Also now remade. Okay. It just released not that long ago. Okay. I probably won't see it. <laughs> Um, here we go. Because uh, the character, because the actor was so young, mm-hmm. um, D- Danny, who played Danny in The Shining, was told he was he was not told he was making a horror film. <laughs> Thought it was going to be a drama. That's smart. Um, let's see. In the original Scream, the high school janitor is named Fred and wears a red and green shirt. Oh, because he's like Freddy Krueger. Exactly. Again, a nod. Uh, the janitor is played by Wes Craven. Well, okay, that makes sense too. It's a double nod. I like it. Um, let's see, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nope, moving on. Um, hmm. regional title, um, thought for Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was uh, Head Cheese. Yes, there's a comment about Head Cheese both at the beginning and end of that movie. So it's an awkward joke. It's gross. Head Cheese is gross anyway, but yeah. Um, you got another one. Oh, here we go. Um, Count Orlock only blinks once in Nosferatu. Huh. I believe that, and I'm sure that was an incredibly solid choice that they made. Um, yeah. Also, the 1920s, it would be harder to tell if someone was blinking or not. Um, <laughs> Psycho was the first American film to feature a toilet. <laughs> like that that's fun it, it took them until the uh the 50s to figure it out well no i think they just didn't want to show it 
this because is... that had the scene in a bathroom. Sure. How do you avoid it? Um, Stephen King wasn't a fan of The Shining. No. Uh, Jaws doesn't fully appear in a shot until one hour and 21 minutes into the movie. Yep. It's the idea of something being in the water that's supposed to be scarier. So not showing the shark was supposed to be more terrifying. Not showing the thing is more scary than actually showing the thing. Correct. Um, do you have anything else um, crazy-wise about the rules of horror films? Any horror films you've watched recently that you recommend to those folks out there? You know, I think the last horror movie I saw was The Invisible Man, which again, okay. a remake. Sure. And actually pretty good. Uh, I would recommend it. It was a lot of fun. It was kind of fun, honestly. Um, we covered it last year on this podcast. I believe it. Um, it it was it was a bit weird. It was fun to watch in theaters. That was the last thing I saw in theaters before ah. life changed. No, okay. that or what was it called? The game that oh, had a bunch of stars in it, and they were all like, it was like the most dangerous game kind of thing, where like they were all being hunted for okay i i would rather instead of having like a movie like that mm -hmm. rewatch tag oh yeah the movie about the grown adults playing a giant game of tag with Fair. jeremy renner because you know he's super handsome so why not yeah he's okay so that's what i would rather watch um but, but any other like horror films that you've watched like at home since then or you know, I've watched a lot of, like, random remakes. Like, the Chucky movie they remade. Yes. Which. Yeah. 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 No. Again, though, use of technology. Sure. Technology was integral to the part. And but it's got Mark Hamill, so I was always in. Was Mark Hamill in that one? He was the voice of Buddy. He is the voice. Oh, that's kind of annoying. They're making a television show about it now. Which should have the original Chucky voice. Mm -hmm. um, and Jennifer Tilly, who was in most of the Chucky movies. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Maybe. No. 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 I don't want to. Um. So okay. So your go-to horror films, if you're going to recommend any horror film to anybody, <laughs> it's a Nightmare on Elm Street. I love the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but if you're looking for something that's actually scary, you watch the remake. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going to, so you're going to watch the the one with the uh, the dude from the the Watchmen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rorschach, I think was yes. that character's name. Sure. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Yes. The girl whose name I've already forgotten. But Mara. so you recommend the remake, but you but you enjoy the original more. I enjoy the original, the whole series, because it gets so campy and so ridiculous. Dream warriors. Dream warriors. Uh, I mean, but then there's you know the dream child, and then Freddy's Freddy's has a child, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to cover, like, one of those, like, oh, the most man. ridiculous ones. I mean, but if we're going to talk about ridiculous movies, it's got to be Thanksgiving. Okay. It is a Thanksgiving horror movie about a killer turkey, which is done with this grotesque rubber puppet. It is so bad. I It took me so long to watch because it's so terrible. Yikes. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. No thanks for Thanksgiving. Add it to your terrible list. Okay. Yeah. Not looking forward to that one. <laughs> it's a great one for like, you're after Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. you're just like full and a little less sober. It's great. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So besides that, anything that you recommend that individuals do on this holiday season, as I'm calling it, because Halloween should be a recognizable holiday. 
It is a recognizable holiday. Like, you like, just want it to be a whole season. I do. I want seven days off just for spooky things. Seven days. And th- and then after the very end, like the, the, the video rewinds itself and you have to rewatch it again. Yeah, just don't watch the remake of that one. Rings. Okay. Terrible. I, I don't get that part, It's too. bad. So why is the remake of Ring... Okay, it's almost like Alien being... A- so Aliens mm-hmm. is a sequel to Alien. Yes. But Rings... Is not a sequel to Ring. No, it's technically a remake okay. of The Ring, which is, you know, a Americanized version of what Ringu or whatever it was. Sure. It was a Japanese horror movie. Japanese? That sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. But yeah. If we're wrong, let, us let me know. But yeah, please, please always tell me when I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Um, if I was going to recommend someone to do something during spooky season, it's to just stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs> stay safe, but have some fun. Put on a costume, watch some horror movies, throw candy at children. Just do what makes you happy, man. And if you're going to throw candy at children, the harder, the better. (laughs) As a nanny, I absolutely approve this message. There you go. Mm. Well, thank you very much, Marita, for joining us on this spooky episode. Absolutely. My pleasure. And we have to end this episode how we end most episodes with a question of the week. (sighs) It's not of the week, Ryan. Well, you don't produce every week. No, but I ask a question for a week, and then normally I, I'm done paying attention to that one. So we move on Just to another question. Just because you have ADHD does not mean it's a question of the week. Okay. Question of the ep- – well, the, the, the bi-weekly question. What's wrong with bi-weekly question? <sighs> the question of the hour. Question. The question of the episode? Of the episode. Okay. All right. This so, episode's question. The question of the episode is, what do you think the question of the episode should be? If you had to make a choice okay. between fighting a vampire or a werewolf, which do you choose? If you had to make a choice between fighting a werewolf or a vampire, which would you choose? Right on. So for those of you out there, do if you want to answer that question, you can do so on Facebook. Did you know with Ryan O? You can check us out on Twitter at Did You Know Ryan O? Or just shoot me an email. Did you know Ryan O at gmail.com? Um, for those of us here, to those of you out there, we hope that you find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it with the world. I've been Ryan O, and we'll see you next time. Spooky.